1: culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision.
0: We will open our talkback line. You might like to interact with our special guest today. You might not have caught up with a major announcement this past week that I think you will be excited about. A new innovation launching the story of Jesus will adopt the most cutting-edge technologies. The story of Jesus... Made for platforms including virtual reality, augmented reality, and the emerging metaverse, the Jesus Film Project has just announced its latest cinematic project, and it's called Jesus 2025. The original Jesus Film has been viewed by more than 600 million people in more than 2,000 languages. And this new production is designed to introduce the story of Jesus to a new generation. The director of Jesus 2025 has worked on Disney films like Mulan and The Lion King. You might have even caught Lilo and Stitch. Well, it's the most translated film in the world, the Jesus film. And the new high-tech version will also be translated into more than 2,000 languages. Well, our absolute privilege today to welcome Josh Newell, who's Executive Director of the Jesus Film Project, and he's part of the ministry known as Crew, formerly known as Campus Crusade for Christ, and essentially one of the biggest mission endeavour organisations in the whole world. Our absolute privilege to welcome Josh Newell. Josh, a special welcome along to 2020. Neil, thanks. It's great to be with you today, or tonight, where I am. (laughs) Where you are, talking to you live from the United States, and uh, you're in the U.S. state of... Florida. Florida. Okay. And uh, I'm sure it's beautiful in Florida all year round. Hey, Josh, (laughs) groundbreaking film like this, the announcement has come just this past week. Set to hit theatres, December 2025. That's the Jesus 2025 hint there. So we've got a two-year plan here for making this come to pass.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's a. Uh, it was. It's been a long time coming, though. The vision for this project probably began over 20 years ago, when um, some animators from that had left Disney. And had started their own animation studio approached us and said, hey, how about making an animated version of the Jesus film? And at that point, the Jesus film had been um, available for about 25, 26 years. And uh, and they were wondering, when is it going to be time for a Jesus film for this generation And so it's fun to be here now, 20 years later, and it's the right time for the production. It's the right time for all these things to come together for us to work on this project. And like you said, it's launching in two years, so it's not too much more time to to begin working on it
0: and completing it. Uh, Let's just pause for a moment and reflect on the original Jesus film project because it's been so successful because it hasn't varied from a biblical narrative. Uh, Give us an insight here into uh, just how it looks because it's based on the book of Luke, isn't it? Uh, The narrative, the the dialogue, and you've done it so very cleverly. Uh, Give us an insight here into why you think that is making it so successful around the world.
1: Well, you know, the word of God is not going to return void as the Lord in his word. And so whenever you lift up Jesus and Jesus of the Bible and let him speak in his own terms in a very clear way without trying to dress it up, his words have impact. And so that's one reason. It's the word of God on film. And then another reason is because it's available in over 2,100 languages and when people hear Jesus speaking in their own heart language, it's a incarnational moment. Jesus is speaking directly to them in a way that they don't need translation for. So you can imagine that's a very powerful moment to hear Jesus speak um, in in your language for the very first time.
0: And this film and the original and what's coming for a new generation—not just about entertainment, is it? Uh, Friday night going out to the movies to see a film, having a great time, uh, eating chocolate-coated ice creams and eating popcorn. It's not just about entertainment, but this, uh, this film has become an evangelism phenomenon. How do you reflect on the huge, amazing evangelism tool that this film has become?
1: Yeah, I think the only way to describe that, um, that history of effectiveness is that the Lord's hand of favor has been on this. Uh, It's not just a movie. It's a, it's a way to lift up Jesus. And when faithful people around the world, we work with and serve 1,800 plus mission agencies and denominations from around the world, from almost every stripe and background of the body of Christ. When, when they are showing this, they are trusting that the Lord is going to do something. So that act of faith, the word of God in people's heart languages has an effect on the people that that hear and receive it. And so we just we just kind of sit back in awe at what the Lord is doing because He lets us see a small glimpse of of how people are using this movie, even though it's forty four
0: plus years old at this point. And tens of millions of people across the world have made decisions to follow Christ. And If we're talking 2,000 languages, uh, there's some very, no doubt, unique stories of how all this happens. But, you know, in my mind, I've got this vision of, you know, uh, missionaries uh, going and fighting their way through jungles uh, into tribal groups and setting up a, a screen and showing the Jesus film in a language that the people can understand. How do you imagine what's happened with this phenomenon and all of the success of the, the original Jesus film?
1: Yeah, I mean, it it certainly went from theaters when it first launched movie theaters around the world very quickly into what you just described, a a rural movement around the world where 16 millimeter projectors, if you can imagine the, that click, 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 click of the projector and teams taking out that heavy equipment with screens and uh, generators to power all that and showing up in the middle of a town square in the middle of nowhere and showing the movie Jesus in the heart language that's spoken in that area. And Because it it was a film, and that was unique, but also because it was the Word of God on film, people were compelled. And sometimes thousands of people in entire villages would hear the gospel all at the same time and respond. And it's still happening today, even though the Jesus film has been shown on television and on satellite TV. Currently, it's on smartphones, and there's an app. If you wanted the Jesus film for free, you could do that. But the power of people experiencing Jesus um, over the course of 40 years, those stories never get old. And I love hearing about them, and and I love being a part of it when we have a chance to show it around
0: the world. And special honor to you and the team because uh, you could just uh, bask in the afterglow, almost the glory of having launched something so huge and so successful But you haven't just uh, rested on your laurels. You've decided to take this to a new generation. Now, uh, this is a very, very powerful thing because uh, bringing the Jesus story to a new generation in the way you're planning to, uh, give us a little insight here into the sort of technology and the sort of aspirations you've got with this because I think our listeners are going to be very inspired by the the story behind this.
1: Yeah, I think the. The key to all of that is that this is a movement, not a ministry. So anybody, anywhere can show Jesus anywhere to anyone. And our vision is to, to lift up Jesus everywhere. And when we think about that vision and how to, um, you know, in this generation, I'm, I'm the fourth leader of this project over the last uh, four plus decades. And so each leader has had to kind of imagine what this is going to look like in his or her time. What we imagine is that there's a, a new generation that's that is consuming media in ways that we won't even understand two years from now when this movie release, releases and so we have to trust the lord for a, a 2025 and beyond mindset for how we're developing this and you mentioned some things at the very beginning of virtual reality and augmented reality and the metaverse those are some of the ways that we're anticipating this film being used and the reason why we can say that right now is because the the production company that's working on animating this movie is designing it in a way that is so cutting edge that you'll be able to take the characters that are in this movie and put them into new um, media experiences like the metaverse or augmented reality. You'll be able to walk around the scenes that Jesus where Jesus walked, and you'll be able to interact with um Places like the the temple or Capernaum, for example, and and learn about the history, but also um, be a part of the story yourself. And I think those are those would be some very compelling ways. In addition, we have no idea what's going to happen in the next two years, so we're, we're excited to see what creativity gets unlocked as a result too.
0: And all the new technology that's available for all of the uh, possibilities for animation. I know you like to reflect on the way that the Jesus narrative, the story out of Luke has evolved throughout history, uh, from the Roman road to the Gutenberg printing press. Uh, the big jump now into all of this modern technology, I mean, this is pretty special. How do you reflect on that sort of evolutionary journey, uh, to use that word that some people don't like, but there's a, there is an evolved history of how the gospel has been freshly delivered to a new generation?
1: Yeah, it's incredible. You know, the I think the very act of um, d- that going down the journey, just like you're saying, involves being reliant on the Holy Spirit, and He's the one that you know unlocks that creativity in, in our human endeavors. So if we're trusting the Lord for those things, then then He's going to show us some pretty incredible opportunities, and that's what's happened. Like you mentioned, the Gutenberg. Uh, bible for example in the press that led to so many other innovative technologies and the reason why is because people wanted the word of god to disseminate around the world and even art forms i think about michelangelo and the sistine chapel think of how long that's endured and how many millions of people every year come to to look at a ceiling and it's because it's God's story, it's divinely inspired. and and so when I think about even this film, again, it's not a movie. What we're talking about is something that is holy Spirit led, Holy Spirit infused. And we believe that because it's um, it's the it's in the center of God's will, He wants to be known. And we want to lift up Jesus and he'll be known among the nations. So it's pretty incredible to be in, on this part of history where we can um, quite honestly say with confidence that there's never been a more connected time in all of history. And we have the responsibility to connect people who have never heard the story of Jesus before to that reality. And to me, it's a privilege and a a great responsibility to do that.
0: We'll often reflect on as the darkness gets darker, the light gets brighter. Well, this is one of those lights uh, that is in the planning and in the production now that we ought to be looking forward to, Jesus 25. And our special guest this hour is Josh Newell. He's executive director of the Jesus Film Project. Our special guest this hour is Josh Newell, executive director of the Jesus Film Project. Hey, Josh, uh, what's your experience of, uh, you know, 3D virtual reality, augmented reality, um, metaverse? Um, Obviously, this is an area that you're keen to to exploit. Uh, What are your thoughts here? Well, yeah, I think the
1: way that people have engaged with media has been dramatic in our lifetimes. Um, I grew up in uh, a child of the 80s. So, you know, that's kind of my reference point of how media we engage with that. And um, the dramatic shifts and has been exponential, and particularly over the last five years. So back to your question, I think when I think of even the future, AR and VR or augmented reality and virtual reality, these are places where we don't even know how um, people are going to start using those tools. And we don't know how people will use them for ministry. We do know that they will be places and spaces where people will encounter Jesus. Now, let me just give you, a, if it's okay, a, a quick little sure. example of that. Um, my daughter plays roadblocks and uh, she's 13 years old and uh, there's a lot it's very popular with other 13 year olds and this is an online gaming community it's very it's a virtual environment and you go and you walk around you can create conversations and have conversations and um and quite on her own she and her friend decided that hey let's start some conversations about jesus in, in the Roblox universe. And they started to do that. And it was just like sharing your faith, um, you know, it, to initiative evangelism in person. And the things that my wife and I did when we were on college campuses and, and other places, she's doing, but in this video game and having a spiritual impact. And in fact, she's prayed for so many people, led one person to the Lord. And so we're in this real... Uh, interesting time in history where it's not just the geographical physical space that we're in but we occupy this virtual environment simultaneously and that's um and that's a really interesting place to to begin thinking about ministry
0: It is a significant time that we are alive and uh, hearing about your daughter. I mean, that's powerful on its own, but when you think uh, that everyone listening to our conversation today may get to a point where they have their own created avatar uh, that then is able to enter into that virtual world, and as you describe Avatar sharing the gospel to avatar. In some sense, it's a little bit like wearing a mask. I'm I'm assuming, uh, but uh, but the decision of someone to follow Christ may be just as powerful because there's a person on the other end of that avatar that you're talking to within a virtual world. I mean, we're getting into uh, you know to real, um, you know, challenging for some people, but very exciting possibilities for the future. Yeah, very exciting because I think. People
1: um, are, are open spiritually in this time, regardless of, of if they're in the physical or in the virtual spaces, and, and, and the, the Lord is working in incredible ways. But one of the ways that I think about just what you said is um, whenever I'm you know, sharing about Jesus in, in whatever context, I'm having to go beyond the mask of whatever that person wants to show me anyway um and, and get to heart issues and that's what jesus did when he would talk about parables it would get people to let their guard down and start to consider eternal realities and it's those moments that you know we call incarnational moments because they have people have encounters with god the guard is down the mask is off whether it's a you know whether it's a, a you know a front that we put on or whether it's an avatar in the metaverse there's a spiritual thirst and, um, and and so what we imagine is creating this tool to be useful in whatever environment that you're in to share the truth of Jesus and get people to let their guard down and consider spiritual truth.
0: Now, when we talk animation, we're not necessarily thinking of, you know, you're saying you're a child of the 80s. Uh, I'm sort of uh, that ilk as well. Um, you know animation is not necessarily cartoon these days. Animation is very lifelike. How do you describe mm. how the anticipated look of this film's going to be?
1: Yeah, I, I think we're we're looking for what we would call theater quality Disney, Pixar level um animation. And like you said, it's not a cartoon. That genre um, is is certainly cartoon esque, but what we're talking about is um, is something more akin to digital art. And what what these folks are doing at Premise Entertainment, who is the studio that we're partnering with to bring the story of Jesus to life in animation, they are digital artists. They take their inspiration from. 2,000 years of how Jesus has been depicted in art from around the world. And they're bringing that into motion. And so, imagine all the different ways um, from from Western European art to the the Iranian, to Ethiopian, to all the different ways that Jesus has been depicted. And there's something that is um, beautiful and tangible about that art, and they're bringing that same discipline to this medium called animation. And what we expect, what I expect, is that you'll be watching almost like a painting unfold, but it will it will feel tangible, like like a motion picture would. And so it will it will be like unlike anything that we've ever seen before, because that's the care. In the vision that these digital artists are bringing to the mix,
0: what about artificial intelligence? And uh, you know, there's a there's perhaps there's a dark side and there's a bright side in artificial intelligence. And undoubtedly, uh, your crack team of amazing animation creators will be using the latest technology even to make the best of uh, the sort of animation that's going to really. Uh, reach this new generation uh, what are your thoughts here on on the use of uh, uh, some of the best elements of artificial intelligence
1: well yeah like you said i like how you said it the best elements there's a ethic that uh, that you're assuming and that we would too that how you use any of these tools must be done in a in a from a christian ethic and so what does it look like to apply um artificial intelligence. We certainly don't want to have a chat bot that pretends to be Jesus. And you could ask Jesus questions and the chat bot would answer on Jesus's behalf. Um, that would, that would be crossing the line, but could you have a, uh, an artificial intelligent chat bot that would facilitate spiritual questions and connect you with live people. That's probably within the realm of something that we would consider. And that's something that, um, we certainly would be interested in looking at we artificial intelligence has so much so many applications and broad uses and and i think it really does depend on how you how you use it and and uh and who you're using it for what we would really want to see is um, to be able to drive the type of connections that humans have with humans and uh, and certainly not put artificial intelligence as the as the, you know, the means or the final answer on these on spiritual questions,
0: and so you use the very latest cutting edge technological developments, and you've got to include artificial intelligence in there, but to animate our earthly ability to highlight the ultimate reality intelligence, because uh, because how would you think God would use artificial intelligence? to bring light on the gospel. And I think this is uh, one of those things I think you can just stop and reflect on that for a moment because mm-hmm. because the possibilities of getting a handle on how artificial intelligence can be used in an animation space is going to be able to highlight who the ultimate intelligence truly is.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. The, the ultimate intelligence is, uh, is certainly comes from and originates with, with God and uh, in the person of Jesus and the Holy spirit. And what we, you know, that's the ethic is okay. How would God want to apply artificial intelligence to tell people about him? And the way that he, it's interesting. He could have, Jesus could have come to earth during a time when artificial intelligence was um, abounding and the message would have gone, you know, further and wider than he did two thousand years ago, instead, his plan was to come and lead disciples. and um, we're we're not divor- we're not divorcing ourselves from technology, but we certainly have to keep the principle of multiplication, life on life, discipleship at the very core of everything that we do. And when we lift up Jesus and we're following in his in his ways, one of the ways I think of how to answer that question is, does this lead to those incarnational moments, those moments when we have um where we're sharing life together. It's about a community of followers of Jesus taking the message and discipling the nations. And um artificial intelligence can play a role in that, but um humans more so.
0: And a bigger protection in the way you'll be able to do that because you are going to stay with uh, the integrity of the words of Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. So there's a tremendous protection there. There's uh, the protection of the integrity of the message and uh, even the words, uh, but using the latest technology to be able to deliver the product to a a whole lot of people in a new emerging generation that are immersed in all of these t- sorts of uh, technologies hey your um you know when i mentioned your uh, director, uh, having worked on those films like Lilo and Stitch and The Lion King and uh, Mulan. I imagine, uh, just quickly, because we're coming up to news, um, I imagine, Josh, uh, what we're going to be anticipating is uh, better than those Disney productions of what's coming at Jesus 2025.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the inspiration that's hitting and working through that team is incredible, and um, it's, it's, it really is a, a lifelong passion project for Dominic Corolla and the premise team. They, they really are using their gifts and talents as animators, as digital artists, to create something that will have a long-lasting eternal impact, which is which is more than we can say for animation or cartoons.
0: Josh, this is just so huge. I wonder if we might just start for a moment here about any stories you might have of people whose lives have changed because of the Jesus film and, of course, anticipating what will happen with the new production. But uh, people's lives changed, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I I think that's one of the most compelling reasons why I first got involved with the ministry is that this wasn't just a movie. This was about lifting up Jesus. And when Jesus from the Bible can uh, speak with his words, in and in a, the simple tool becomes something that's life-changing. And we've seen it over and over throughout the years. You mentioned um, 600 million people having seen it. That's how many people that we estimate have indicated decisions to follow Jesus. We oh. estimate billions have seen it, but 633 million indicated decisions, each one of those have a personal encounter with Jesus and have gone on to um, discipleship, um, and, and the Lord works through simple things like movies and and people going out and showing uh, the Jesus film into the bush. We, we just had a friend write us and tell us he's a he's in the Anglican Church and ministers in Madagascar, and one of the one of his primary evangelism tools is using the Jesus film. And they set up a a showing one evening. Imagine setting up a a big screen and a, a digital projector and showing it in a community one evening and that's what they did and and uh, at the end of the movie they invited anybody up who would like to come forward and um and receive prayer and uh and and accept Jesus well one man came up and he had a withered hand and he asked how uh, could you could you please pray for me and so they began praying and and as they were praying, they, they saw his hand start to reshape in front of their eyes. And the more that they prayed, the more his hand healed. And so they kept praying and praying and praying. And the hand uh, began to, to fully hear. And finally, after they were done praying, the hand was back to normal. And they, they said, as soon as it happened, the guy was so startled that he took up and ran right back into the jungle. he was so surprised and they were surprised and they didn't know quite what to do so the the lord is moving in these powerful ways and what we what we like to say at at jesus film is that these are incarnational moments these are moments that people encounter jesus not from a movie not from some character but the actual person of jesus and when they do Their lives are changed, and sometimes there's physical miracles like that, and um, and most of the time it's something that they encounter where their hearts are, uh, you know, that were stone have been turned to hearts of flesh. Other radical examples of people turning from the darkness and living lives of light or um, what we get really excited about when that happens.
0: Well, those physical miracles, so important to be able to identify and uh, even, you know, I always say, always look for the evidence of those physical miracles because these days you can see miracles that have happened and you can see Past photos and present photos uh, when you go online in a whole lot of different uh, areas. But wonderful. But, and you know, thank you very much for a gentle correction too when I said. Uh, 600 million people have seen this film. And you said, no, Neil, uh, billions have seen it. The number of decisions for Christ, 600 million. Now, that's just hard to even get our heads around. That's a mind-boggling number. But the population of the world is very big. And the population of the world is actually very young. Now, we're talking about... Jesus and his message for a new generation. What do you understand, Josh, about the age of the world right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm a,
1: in, in missions, and so one of the things I look at often are maps. And I came across a map a few years ago that showed the median population of the world. And um, like you said, the world is very young. The median age of the world is 30 years old. And to me, that was really outstanding. And so I began to dig a little bit deeper, and I and I saw another map. And I came across another one that showed the median ages for each country. And uh, you wouldn't be surprised to know that places in Africa, the median age can go as low as 14, and in some places in Southeast Asia, and I think in Australia, the median age is 38, and in the U.S., it's over that 30 mark as well. So we're on the we're on the aging side of. Of the world's population but to me what that means is some of the most unreached people the people that are that have not heard the gospel or had an opportunity to hear about the gospel those people are very young and if we're going to reach them we need a tool that's going to create a breakthrough for this and the next generation and so that began uh you know th- that began our efforts to really invest in something like animation, which is the the medium, the or the 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 visual heart
0: language for this generation. Interesting, isn't it, to reflect on a global population being very young? Uh, we might also uh, ask you a thought or two because much of the world's population is very poor and may not necessarily at this point have this access to this latest technology, Uh, but I imagine that missionary endeavor is changing and adapting and using the latest technology and taking this technology to the poor. How do you reflect on those sorts of activities in mission?
1: Yeah, I think there's... There, there's a missionary activity. There's governmental activity. India and cell phone companies are subsidizing the cost of smartphones um, for their considerable population of a billion plus. I was in Africa, and what I and what to me was the most remote place that I've ever been. We had to take a plane ride and a bus ride, and then several more uh, bus rides to, just to get to a, a village where um, there was no running water or electricity. And we were there showing the Jesus film. We had to bring a a backpack and uh, full of solar-powered batteries to show it. But right behind us, by a couple hundred yards, was a 3G cell phone tower that the country of Ethiopia had erected. And I was streaming on Facebook Live this Jesus film showing and just kind of marveling at the dichotomy of the investment that governments were making, they're prioritizing connectivity over water, and and connectivity over other types of electricity. So it's it's incredible. Um, even in the very most, in some of the world's poorest populations, um, the investment towards connectivity is uh, is rapidly advancing.
0: And so getting innovative, getting creative in the way that you do mission, it all involves uh, what we've been talking about. As you mentioned, uh, you know, those uses of artificial intelligence and what used to take years to do can now be done in weeks, uh, perhaps less than that. Let me ask you, because when you're dealing with the translations into 2000 languages, now that's mind boggling on its own. But you've had 40 years of translation work, getting the Gospel of Luke, getting the dialogues, uh, Jesus and the disciples and all of those conversations he has in the Gospels. Now you get to apply the latest technology to all of the work that's gone before it's not like the work that's gone before had a one-off effect. Now you've got a multiplying effect. How do you think about a multiplication effect on what happens with the latest technology?
1: Wow, that's a really good—yeah, I'm not sure I've thought about it in this way until you just said it. But really, the Word of God is, is like Jesus said, it's a mustard seed. You plant it and then out from that little seed— um, springs forth trees that the birds of the earth can take refuge in. And and that is what's happening every time that the word of God is translated by a Bible translation uh, community or, or organization or somebody who's focused on that, that little seed can generate so much. And that's, that's been a joy for us to partner as we create new Jesus films. We work side by side with Bible translators and To be able, because the Jesus film is from the Word of God, and so we work together in that pathway, and we're working together now to use, you know, artificial intelligence to create new um, translation tools, and for us in the in the media space, we're using it to um, adapt the things that we do well, like lip sync. Um, It's a lot easier to do lip sync these days because artificial helps us match up lips. There's t- coming a time very quickly when we'll be able to take languages like Mandarin, which are 20% longer than English, and match up li- lips perfectly because of that artificial technology. And that's not something that we had, certainly at scale, available to us even just a few years ago. So it's a, it, it's really wonderful to think about those those use cases because it really helps further the mission of what we're all about, which is lifting up Jesus.
0: We'll often talk about the power of the gospel message being delivered in the mother tongue of people groups. And uh, you're going to be multiplying the effect here. It's just going to be so exciting. You've already got a global reach. I think you mentioned a little earlier, more than 1,800 ministries already use the Jesus Film Project resources globally. Um, Is there room for a few more ministries to adopt what you're doing right now to make this a part of what they're planning for the future? How do you see that? I mean, you're talking to an Aussie audience. If I was saying, uh, have a free kick here to promote how you might want... Churches, uh, ministries, parachurch ministries, to appreciate just what is coming with Jesus twenty twenty five. What would your yeah. thoughts for our Aussies be? Well, it's the same thought I have for us here in the US.
1: That you know, you no longer need a passport to be a missionary. The world comes to our door, right? And so, what what we've done with the Jesus film is taken all two thousand one hundred languages plus other ministry tools and put it into your pocket. And you can become a, mission, a mobile missionary right where you live by downloading the Jesus Film app right now, and you can share the gospel no matter what language somebody else speaks. If you if you have access to that Jesus Film app, so you know you don't have to wait for two years for the new animated version to come out. But when it does, it's going to be amazing. And so um, you can follow all the progress um, at um at, at jesus.film and see and become a, an insider if you will and get kind of like the behind the scenes um, information and and the progress on the project as we're moving through it ways to keep updated with how to pray for it and um and, and i think you know our our two countries um the lord is doing something in our midst um for a revival and it's going to be fun to be a part of that together. so i'm I'm praying for Australia as i'm I'm praying for the US, and the lord is is using us to to uh, reach out to the nations that are coming into our midst.
0: And we're talking about a project that won't come to theatres until the end of twenty twenty five. But this doesn't mean that you don't already have incredible resources already available for people to use because, as you mentioned, the Jesus Film Project app, it is free. It's available on iOS and Android devices. Uh, the app provides access to hundreds of full-length films Series and short films in thousands of languages. So, if people are downloading that app straight away, the smartphone app for the Jesus Film Project, um, how do you describe the sort of resource that's available there?
1: Yeah, that's uh, it's it's like having two thousand one hundred languages in your pocket. It's a it's an incredibly powerful ministry tool, and I I used it in an Uber. In Washington DC just a few days ago um, with somebody who was um, from from Bangladesh and we had a great conversation and he was amazed that we had a movie in his language and that just struck up an instant conversation and we've texted since that time so I, I think what I would just say is that you know the these are opportunities these are um, divine encounters that we have that we don't want to take uh, for granted these are, these are moments that somebody may hear about Jesus for the very first time.
0: Hey, you know, if you reflect on the uh, co-founder of uh, Campus Crusade for Christ, uh, Bill Bright, and I think uh, I'm just remembering here, uh, Bill passed away fairly recently, I think. Uh, was that the case? Uh, I'm not sure of my uh, my timing on that. Uh, but, you know, imagine starting small and then growing an organization, Campus Crusade for Christ, which has been renowned uh, these days as being the biggest mobilization of mission in the world. I wonder how he'd feel about this new uh, new technology being used in this way, and it's going to have mm-hmm. an incredible impact. And do you ever think about uh, about what Bill might think?
1: Yeah, I mean, in in ways directly or indirectly, we we've all who are staff with Campus Crusade for Christ or Power to Change, as it's known in Australia, is uh, you know that's our DNA. Our DNA is is kind of baked in. It's it's about reaching the campus today, it, which is how Doctor Bright used to talk about um, the mission, and reaching the world tomorrow. And so, in his mind, that vision has always been a part of. Of uh, you know the mission, the very fabric of who we are. How can we reach the world? How can we trust the Lord for doing something impossible, something well beyond human means? And so that that uh, those faith seeds that He sowed, I think you'd be very um, encouraged. But the few times I interacted with with Doctor Bright, I, I know that whatever idea or whatever great things that we were um, very proud of at the moment. He always found a way to uh, expand the vision. So <laughs> he, was, he was, if we were talking about reaching hundreds of people, he'd say, "Well, why not thousands? Or thousands? Why not a million? You know, these type of things were um, what were, he was known for, and it's and it's now so ingrained in our in our DNA that it's infectious. And, and but I also know that he had a vision to um, to see the Jesus film from the very beginning. Um, in the 50s when he launched Campus Crusade for Christ. He, he, the Lord had given him a vision that the, a movie about Jesus would be a, one of the primary ways people would hear and understand who Jesus Christ was.
0: Well, our talkback line's been open, one eight hundred 316 Let's take a call. Joan is in Woodenbong in New South Wales. Hey, Joan, welcome.
1: Hi, Neil. I'm really nervous, and God is healing me from a. A fear through calling you. I want to encourage your guest with something I'm seeing.
0: Yes, he's listening in. What are your thoughts here, Jane?
1: I am listening in. I I um, see this new technology thing is like the Roman road that what Satan would use
0: for evil, God would use for good. You understand what I'm saying? I do, and uh, I'll get a thought or two here from Josh. Josh, your thoughts for Joan? Joan, thanks for calling in, and
1: um, yeah, you you sound very brave to me. So I I couldn't agree more. the The Roman road is uh, is a way that connected people um, from different geographies, and it was certainly a way that the gospel was spread in um, you know two thousand years ago. and New technology is like the Roman road. More and more people will be hearing about Jesus because of technological advancements. And um, and we want to be faithful to carry the message far and wide using technology.
0: Joan, I want to thank you so much for calling through. Uh, real encouragement and uh, late on our conversation. And we do need to wrap some things up here. Um, the app we mentioned, uh, the encouragement there for listeners to get a hold of that. Um, for those who are thinking generationally, of course, you know, the Jesus film uh, in its original form has, uh, it's not it's not extinguished yet either. But there's also some other resources just quickly to draw attention to. The story of Jesus for children was released back in 2003. And that's actually a powerful outreach tool in itself. Uh, And I'd love to get your thoughts on it, but I also want to mention uh, Magdalena uh, released from Shame, which was presented through the eyes of Mary Magdalene. And so there's a lot of dimensions uh, for a lot of different generations uh, and for some resources for women, uh, all of those things available on the app that you can download today and uh, be a Mm -hmm. part of what is coming for the future. Um, let me just give those, those details, jesusfilm.org, to find out detail about the film we're talking about today. Uh, Jesus.film, uh, that's another site, and uh, that one's around the app, the Free Insider app, and uh, you can receive regular updates, behind-the-scenes images, and ways to pray for the project as global momentum grows. You might also want to jot down powertochange.org.au. And while we're talking with Josh, who's a part of Crew or Campus Crusade for Christ, the Australian arm of Campus Crusade for Christ is called Power to Change. And so you can connect with Power to Change here in Australia at powertochange.org.au. But the first thing you might want to do is download that smartphone app and keep abreast of what's happening with the Jesus Film Project and Jesus 2025. Uh, Did I miss anything important? Uh, I don't often uh, ask that question because I like to try and be a little bit comprehensive. But Josh, uh, anything else listeners might need to know about this project because it is so exciting?
1: oh man neil thanks for asking and we just invite your prayers because this is an endeavor that we know that um over the next two years as we bring this story to life unless the lord builds the house the laborers labor in vain and so i would i would just invite um, your listeners um, as the lord reminds you please pray that his favor would be on this project and on the people who are Bringing the animated story of Jesus to life?
0: Well, 40 years plus of runs on the board and a huge new development the Jesus film for a new generation coming. At the end of 2025, Uh, Josh Newell, Executive Director of the Jesus Film Project. Josh, thanks so much for staying up a little later in Florida and talking to listeners around Australia here on 2020. I really appreciate that, and let's hope we get another chat another day, perhaps closer to the time when the film's about to be launched. Uh, I'm looking forward to it already, but Josh, thanks so much for being with us today on 2020.
1: Real privilege. Thank you, Neil.